0: Leadership is a learned skill. Welcome to episode number two. I'm super excited to share this important public service announcement with you today. If you are good at your job, but still aren't getting promoted, stop doing what you are good at. That is all. Listen on to find out what the heck I mean. Welcome to Maximize Your Career with Stacey Mayer, a podcast about achieving your career goals while also being yourself. Welcome back. I am so enjoying my new podcast and I hope you are too. I love kicking my manager's butts and helping them think differently about really why they aren't getting the recognition they deserve. Why don't they actually have a seat at the table? What is really holding them back from success? That is what this podcast is all about. And if you are one of those people, welcome, welcome, welcome. So first things first, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. This not only lets me know that you're listening and that this information is relevant to you, but it also keeps you up to date whenever a new episode comes out so you don't miss out on anything. Now, At the beginning of this podcast, I called today's episode a public service announcement, and it is. If you learn nothing from me on this podcast except this one thing, I will have done my job. Middle managers, senior executives, I don't care who you are. If you are still putting out fires at two in the morning if you are relying on your expertise to get ahead, if you are getting stellar ratings on your performance reviews, but you still aren't getting a promotion to match, you have got to stop doing what you are good at. Now, here is what I mean. Let's say you're really good at riding a bike, like really, really good. You love riding a bike. It feels exhilarating, you compete in races and you win. Every day you wake up and without effort, you get on your bike and you go for a bike ride. That's just what you do. It becomes who you are. It's how others identify you. You want an amazing bike rider on your team? Hire Michael. But one day you wake up and you realize you have been riding bikes for 15 years. You still really enjoy bike riding, but you feel like there's something more that you can do something that involves other people, a bigger impact that you want to make. You want to become the leader of the racing team. Hmm? Why not? Huh? Seems like the next logical step, but you don't actually have any experience being a leader. You just have experience racing. It's not that you can't be a leader. You'd probably be a really great leader. It's just that no one sees you that way yet. And now, now to throw another wrench in the plans, the racing team doesn't actually need a new coach. They have a great coach already. Now the driving team needs a coach and you think maybe you could coach them, but it's not actually your area of expertise. And since you don't really know how to be a leader, you're afraid to go for that job or they don't even really see you as a good fit for that job so you keep doing what you're doing you know what you ha- you know what you have to do you play it safe and you continue to ride and win races until you can't race anymore or you get burned out or you quit or you just keep racing until retirement sound familiar now look i realize that there are two tracks at work there is an individual contributor track And there's a management track. And I am not at all saying that one is better than the other. If you wanna rise in the ranks as being an individual contributor, then by all means, keep doing what you are doing. It is working. And by the time you retire, you will be pretty darn happy and you're gonna be really good at your job. But if you're listening and you're trying to switch over into management, or you're already a manager, but you're finding yourself doing all the same stuff that you did as an individual contributor, but now you have direct reports and you, so you're just doing like twice as much. Then listen to me and listen closely. Seriously, I'm going to say it again. You have got to stop doing what you're good at. I am begging you. Now, what exactly does that mean? How could you possibly stop doing what you're good at? Isn't that job security? Isn't that why you have the job that you have? Isn't that why people trust you, hmm? The answer is yes and no. It might be why people trust you as an expert, but it is not why they will trust you to be a leader at your company. It is not why they will trust you to have a seat at the table. It is not why they will trust you to present your ideas to the CEO. So here is what I mean about letting go of what you're good at. I mean, stop being so fricking organized. You have seriously got to stop having conversations with your boss about every little thing on your to-do list. You have got to stop motivating your team through tasks and projects and you need to stop planning your week based on what is actually in your calendar. You have got to stop letting go of what you're good at. It means stop being so nice. If you're repeatedly told that you are the nice guy, that is a problem. And I know this one all too well because that is me. (laughs) I am always the nice guy at work. If harmony is your number one strength, that is a problem when it comes to being seen as a leader. Now, I am not advocating that you be mean instead by any means. We need more kind leaders, more empathetic leaders, more harmonious leaders at the top. But what I am saying is stop trying to people please all the time. You have got to let go of what you're good at. I mean, stop relying on your expertise to get ahead. Maybe you have been doing the same thing for 15 years and you are really, really good at it. Great. I'm so happy for you that you have found something that you're good at. But that something is not getting you a seat at the table. In fact, it is keeping you out of the leadership meetings because what they need at the table is someone who could think strategically, someone who can tie your expertise into the big picture and that someone is not in the weeds all the time doing it all themselves. You have got to let go of what you are good at. I mean, stop meeting deadlines. Okay, you should probably meet some deadlines, but what I mean here is that you have gotta stop meeting the deadline all by yourself. You have gotta stop scrambling at the last minute to pull everybody together. Sometimes that might require extending the deadline, especially if by doing so you can hit an even bigger target for the organization. You have got to let go of what you are good at. I mean, stop being a task manager. Just strike that word entirely from your vocabulary. From now on, you're going to use words like strategic and vision, (laughs) You're gonna motivate your team through values and ideas and let someone else organize it all. Sound terrifying or impossible? Then that means you especially need to start operating this way. Let go of what you're good at. It means stop being so damn dependable. I have a client that responds to text messages from her boss while she is on a call with me. Now she hired me. She paid good money out of her own pocket to hire a coach. Now I don't let her get away with that behavior, please. But if she is doing that with me, imagine what she is doing at her job all day long. And there is nothing that breaks leadership trust more than responding within seconds to every single text. That is just bad, bad news. You have got to let go of what you're good at. It means stop relying on your hard work to get ahead. Stop waiting for performance review time to talk about your professional development. Stop thinking that you will just get noticed. I know you think it is being respectful, but all it is really doing is showing your boss that you aren't proactive, that you can't think strategically, and if you can't speak up for yourself, how are you ever gonna be able to lead a team? I mean, seriously, let go of what you are good at. (sighs) Oh, that is a lot of things. That you need to stop doing. (laughs) Now take a minute and get real with yourself. Think about all these things that I just mentioned. Are you doing one of those things right now? Are you somebody who's doing three of those things? Or maybe you are doing all seven of those things. My question for you is why? Why? I have some ideas, but I really think it's important for you to understand exactly why you keep doing it the way that you're doing it. Is it because you don't know any other way? I get it. How are you supposed to know what else is out there unless you do something different? Is it because you are too afraid to let go of what is working? Of course you are. If you are like me and you're in your mid-40s, it's risky to make such a big career move people depend on you. You don't have the same energy or drive or ambition that you had in your 20s. I get it. Then why do so many managers make this leap into leadership in their 40s? That is actually the prime time to become a leader. It is because leadership inherently requires wisdom. Strategic thinking requires that somebody have loads of time on the job experience How else can you create a vision without actually having been there to do the job before? It is because it is actually your time. You know it or you still wouldn't be listening to me ramble on. So how long have you been thinking about going for a promotion? How many hours a day do you spend knowing what you should be doing but not actually doing it? Think about it. Is it six hours a week? six hours that you could be taking strategic action six hours that you could be networking or meeting people six hours that you could be asking better questions and getting to know the leadership team i am begging you stop wasting your hours there just aren't enough of them in the day this is not useful for anyone plus your company needs you to be a leader Wouldn't it be better for your organization to have you as a senior vice president instead of sucky McSuckSuck over there? Think about it. Can you do more for your organization? What are you giving up because you are in the weeds all the time? Think about what brain power they are missing out on because you aren't able to focus on the big picture and are always putting out the fires. Now, here's the thing. Now, this is a big, big warning. You might even be wondering about this yourself. You're probably saying to yourself right now, okay, Stacy, so you want me to let go of what I'm doing and what I'm good at. So what am I going to do instead? Yes. Great question. Because imagine you start handing off responsibilities to others. You start taking strategic walks during lunchtime. You block an hour a day for super thinking, Won't your boss think you are shirking your responsibilities? I mean, isn't that what you're most deathly afraid of? You are a high achiever. You have no problem working hard. But truthfully, this is the reason why it feels so difficult for you to let go of doing what you are so darn good at. You have to be aware of what you are going to do instead If you're going to give up one thing, you must know exactly what you're going to do in its place. And this is going to take planning and thought. You've never done it before. You'll have to actually do something different. You'll have to start acting like a leader. So what does acting like a leader look like? It means not reacting to the little problems. It means painting a vision for your team and for your organization. It means understanding your leadership style and exactly how to communicate that to others. It means taking your own professional development seriously, making strategic choices about your career so that you not only know where you are headed, but you have a plan to actually get there. What if it was actually your job to present ideas, paint a vision, and problem solve on a bigger level? And what if you could do that right now in the current role with your current title and responsibility? What if you could take ownership of your career instead of feeling like you were waiting for someone else to tell you you are good enough? What if You stopped letting others dictate what you should or should not get done each day because you were in charge of it all. That is possible. I see it every single day. It is the purpose of this podcast and it is exactly the work that I am doing. I just had a really amazing conversation with a one-on-one client about this today she is the vice president of human resources at her company. So she's got a pretty good title. No problem at all with that. But she noticed that no one around her seemed to actually care about what she had to say. So much so that at the leadership team meetings, her agenda items would always get pushed to the last 10 minutes of the meeting. You know, the time when everybody's checked out, when they're ready to go. And sometimes they would skip her entirely because they would run out of time. So we were talking about this today and how things are completely different for her after just six months of one-on-one coaching. When we first met, her focus was always on the task. How much could she accomplish in a single day? She even presented a two-page document at review time to try and negotiate her salary. She put this document together and even with all that leverage, all the cool things that she had accomplished, she was told no. Why? Because her boss said that there were still quote-unquote performance gaps, no other tangible feedback Basically, she was just told, do better, and sent on her way. Maybe you have done that before. Tried to negotiate something based on all the stuff that you have accomplished. Don't worry. It's normal. I see it all the time. And it works with an individual contributor role, but it doesn't work in leadership. Luckily, she hired me just after the, uh, the negotiation incident, And we were quickly able to identify how she could actually do better as a vice president. And now that same boss, that very same boss who told her that there were performance gaps just six months ago is actually pulling her aside in the hallway to get her opinion on something. She is speaking first at those leadership team meetings and her ideas are affecting the bottom line of the business. She's happier. She's more confident. She's excited to go to work each day. And she recently stepped in again, super proud of her, to negotiate her salary again. And guess what? This time, her boss not only said yes, but she offered her more money than she had originally requested. That, my friends, is the power of acting like a leader and letting go of what you are good at. You have to step into something new. And that new way is the way of leadership. The rewards are so worth it. I promise. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Maximize Your Career. And I look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye. If you are enjoying this podcast then I invite you to sign up for a free discovery call with me in this call, we are going to get crystal clear on your career goals. You will know exactly what is holding you back from success and you will have an exact plan to get to the next level. This call is not for everyone. It is for you if you have a real passion and drive to take your career to the next level. It is for you if you're so fed up with being underappreciated, underutilized, and underpaid that you know that it is time to take action. It is not for you if you are indecisive and doubtful and you prefer to figure out your career struggles on your own. It's risk-free. And if this sounds like you, then I invite you to sign up at stacymayer slash apply. That's Stacey, stacy s t a c y mayor m a y e r dot com slash apply. See you there.